welcome to episode three of Sales Union. Today we're going to talk about my love of streaking and how habits can massively impact the results that we have in everyday life and also most importantly for the people on this call to impact sales within your business. This podcast is edited by Emily Boardman at BA Confidential. She edits all of our podcasts. Anybody needing any freelance business support or any podcasts editing, please get in touch with Emily. You'll find her details involved in the podcast below. I'm delighted today to be joined by Chris Grimes. Chris, do you want to say hello? I was just uh, hello. I was hoping that you weren't streaking. <laughs> you probably invited me to this podcast saying I'm going to do a podcast on streaking, and I was thinking, bloody hell, I don't want to see Dave naked in the living room. Well, it's funny you say that because you're here, Chris. I so, know. Yeah. You know, you're saying one thing. Uh, I jumped at, at the chance. Your eyes are saying another, and yes. I noticed you came with not many clothes on as well. So <laughs> it's a very hot day, everyone. Yeah, it's a very it, hot day. He wondered where the ball the ball was to put the keys in when he got here. Couldn't find it. So streaking is something actually that you introduced me to. Um, I've kind of heard of it a little bit before, but never really understood the psychology behind it. I'd, I'd obviously read, read a lot about habits. I think the one thing as a as a person, I've been honest here, one thing I've always really struggled with is the habits side of things. I've tried to install good habits into my life, Um as a salesperson, as a from a health point of view, and I always I always struggle with consistency. I think as, as as salespeople might relate to this quite a lot, um, and the reason why installing habits and streaks, which we'll talk about later, will help you get over that. And and it's not a thing that happens overnight because I'm working on it every single day. I mean, you've read that book three times, and you know you've you've implemented something new every time, haven't you? Do you want to kind of tell everyone why we're doing this podcast on habits? And so, so firstly, you know, I mean, you say all the time, here, countless times, there's no such thing as successful people, there's only successful habits. Mm. And ultimately, look at everybody around the world that are experts or literally right at the top of their game. Obviously, we're both into sport and football, and you look at, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, people at the top of their game, they don't just walk onto a football pitch and be able to do that they, you know, every time that they do it. They work so hard behind the scenes to be able to make sure that they are at the top of the game. And again, you mentioned it a moment ago about salespeople. They will all be, you know, every salesperson that's been in sales for a while will have those times where, you know, I'm absolutely smashing it at the moment. They might have a monthly target that they're working to and they've done it in the first week. And, you know, your foot can come off the pedal, especially. You know, it does. Yeah, especially if, well, especially if you're if you capped at a certain level and you're only going to earn a certain amount of money if you're only doing an amount of work, which is mental. That's another podcast. Um you can take your foot off the gas. Um, and ultimately, if you can build these successful habits into your life, now this is not just about sales, it's not about your business, this is every single walk of life. If you can build as many successful habits that ultimately are going to get you closer mm. to achieving those dreams and goals that you've got, it is going to be a positive thing and you will, even in the short to medium term, start to see a positive impact on your life just by doing it. So wh- why, is it that we sh- why is it that we struggle with habits? Why is it that we... Because it's one of the areas that I really do struggle with. It's one of those things. In fact, I've downloaded an app, and Dave will be witness this. It's called Streaks after what we, we, we spoke. And that only because, do you want to explain why we love streaking? Yeah, so, so um, you know, that might be a slightly different podcast, the, the, the other love of streaking. But the streaking that we're talking about today is habit streaking. So try to get into a position where, the successful habits that you know will lead to a positive impact on the the change that you're trying to make by setting up streaks within those areas 
it means you are less likely to not carry them out. And you basically, it's, it's a way to hold yourself accountable. Now, if you, use a, if you use a real life example, so everyone will have been in a position in the past where they've thought, you know, I want to eat healthier or um, I want to exercise more with an ultimate goal. It, you know, it could be something to do with your health that you need to actually make an impact on. Or it could just be, do you know what, I've got a holiday booked or, do you know what, my jeans aren't fitting like they used to. I really need to make a change. And ultimately you'll think, do you know what, well, I'll go downstairs. I've not been able to get my jeans on. So, you know, I'm not going to eat, um, I'm not going to eat that bowl of cocoa pops that I was that I was going to make this morning. I might have some fruit and I might have a glass of water instead of having a coffee with two sugars in. And you do that for that morning, suddenly you go out and you're, you're in the day, especially if you're a salespeople, person who always been in this position, you go out, you may, you may see a client and you've got an hour before your next meeting and it's getting to lunchtime and it's like, oh, well, what should I for lunch? It's difficult to get something that's really healthy out and about. Oh, should I should have done some meal prep. I haven't done it. McDonald's is there. Shall I just get... I'll get happens all the time. Yeah, I'll get, do you know what? I won't get a large meal, but I'll, I'll just get a McDonald's. It'll be all right. And then you get to the counter and it's, oh, well, do you know what? I'll have a milk. Oh, do you know what? I'll have a McFlurry. And Six chicken McNuggets. Yeah, that's it. And suddenly you, you, you're lethargic. Your next meeting probably doesn't go as well as it potentially could have done because you're feeling a bit lethargic after you've eaten all the stuff. And you feel terrible. You feel, you feel terrible. terrible. You know, you'd, got into, you'd come out in the morning and thought, do you know what? I'm going to go to the gym later on today. And then suddenly because you feel a bit like that, you're like, do you know what? I'm not going to go to the gym. I'll do it, I'll do it the following day. Now, it might not be that exact same process. I know there will be people that feel they've been in the exact same position, but there'll be certain things that because you have bad habits or you fall into bad habits or you, you've you got habits that you are, you know, 90, 90% of everything we do every day is habitual, by the way. Mm. 90% everything you do. If you think about when you get out of bed in the morning, clean teeth, your process, the side, the side, of, the side of bed you get out of, probably the length of time you stay in bed before you go up after you've woken up, how quickly you look at your phone, or you know, even which sock you put on first. You don't even think about it, but you will do the same things every single day. So to make a change to those things and ultimately to build into a process that you don't need to think about can have life-changing results in the short term. So there's a few different things. So streaking basically is to try to create a habit and reward yourself for carrying out that, that positive habit that will have the impact that you want and tracking it over a period of time. So it could be as simple as knowing that within a bit within your business you want to speak to 20 clients per day okay it might be 20 it might be 100 it might be 150 now you might want to make sure you were doing that so throughout the course of a day i've had lots of different stories about people do it you could have um two little jars two cups with uh, you know 20 marbles in one the other one's empty you start the day every single day with that and the idea is before the end of the day you need all the marbles to be in the opposite one mm. so as you're working through your day Suddenly, you know, you might be a bit lethargic, be like, you know what, I've got to get all the marbles into the other cup, so I'll make my first call, bang. Suddenly, you know, you start having a couple of calls, and everyone will know it's likely sales. You start making a few calls, and suddenly, it's so easy, you're in the flow, it's only when you stop that it becomes a problem. Suddenly, once you've got past halfway, oh, you're flying, there's no way you're not going to achieve your goal. And ultimately, once you get into habit and you're doing that every day, you can start increasing... You could start increasing the number of marbles that you're moving over from each side. Again, you can look this up. There's loads of examples of people that have used this sort of method to have massive impacts on their life. If you use uh, the, the exercise example and you say, you know, I don't think anybody anywhere would say they need to exercise every single day. Mm. It's really important to have your rest days. But let's say as an example, you say for every weekday, I want to exercise every weekday for at least, you know, at least 10 minutes. You know, you might be slightly overweight. You might, you might be massively overweight. There might be just a change you want to make. I want to do some exercise every single day. Now, if you start tracking that somewhere, you know, you might have a calendar. Calendar on the wall in a, in a prominent place within your house and you put a big cross through it, day one. Bang, I've done my 10 minutes workout, okay? Next day, done my 10 minutes, done my 10 minutes. Now, if you imagine... Got you, seven or eight you days You start in. doing that, you get seven or eight days in and you feel, you know, you feel a bit lethargic and you feel like, you know what, I've done quite a lot and I feel a bit tired today. But if I don't do that 10 minutes today, I've got to start from, I've got to start from one again tomorrow. 
are you are you more or less likely to do that 10 minutes you know you might get to 10 o'clock at night and just being really really busy you might have, you might have had an amazing day and and suddenly you look at your calendar before you go to bed and go oh i've not done my 10 minutes are you going to go to bed or are you going to do, you know what i'm going to do my it's 10 going minutes. to work you isn't it it's going you, to work you're yeah. going to do it you, you are going to do it and you know you're saying seven or eight imagine when you're at 40 or 50 or 100 you're never going to miss your 10 minutes exercise a day because you know how long it's going to take you. If you're at 100, yeah. you know, and if, if it's a weekly target you're working to, that's two years worth of habit and, and a streak that you've got together that you, if you don't do it, you're willing to say, do you know what, I'm not going to bother with that now, I'm going to start yeah, again. It gets harder and harder, doesn't it, the, the more the streak goes on. But it's funny you should say this because during lockdown, I, I, I know you've, I've mentioned it in other podcasts, about I, I took a ClickFunnels course on... Uh, the importance of click funnels and how to build funnels and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that resonated with me the most was um, a guy who owns click funnels made a, a massive statement and he's, he was talking about habits and why habits are so important. And one of the things he said, which really struck home with me, and he said, I guarantee, and he said, I guarantee you that no matter what industry you're in or what you sell or what you market, if you posted content, every single day so whether that's a written piece of content whether that's video whether that's memes whether that's um a full-on article whatever it is the, the full-on content mixed if you posted content every single day that added value to your prospective audience your personas yeah you would never need to never need to work a day in your life again in in, in terms of at the end of it not work a day in your life but it would like you would be no you would not have no money worries if you did 365 days posting every day, religiously, and you did that streak, it was like you would you would be a, an authority or, or authority figure within within your area, and people because nobody's doing that. It was like, and the people who are, that's why they're making absolute shitloads of money, um, and and it's so right, you know, the the people who post two or three times a day or once a day on all social media channels, the algorithm picks it up. It, it really it understands the habitual element of things so yeah i mean i get it but why do we not then post once a day every day does posting every day is that part of everybody's process i don't think it is there'll be a lot of people still and i know people that shy away from social media that they won't post on social media and you know what if you're not going to be consistent i don't think with social media the experts will say to you there's no point even having a Facebook business page if you never post on it. No, it makes it look like it. No, no, Facebook, um, Facebook um, penalise you for it. Yeah, so uh, you know, unless you are going to be consider- that's one strategy, obviously, a social media strategy. And ultimately, with any habits, the reason we're trying to form them is for consistency. And the more consistent you are with your habits, the more successful you're going to be. Again, a, a really, a really interesting way to analyse how effective you are within your life mm. is to try to break down your day in as much detail, minute detail as you can, the little things that you do and why you do them and try to work out whether they are positive habits, whether they're negative habits, whether they're neutral habits. So, you know, you get out of bed on the left-hand side, it makes no difference whether you get on the left or the right, it'd be a neutral sort of habit. If as soon as you wake up in the morning, you pick your phone up and start looking at it, that's a negative habit. That's not really going to be doing you any good before you've done anything in the day. Um, You get up in the morning, brush your teeth, it's a positive habit. I think most people are doing it, it's probably neutral, it's not benefiting you in, in your life in any way, shape or form. But try and work out where the where the where the the problems are, the, the negative habits, and try to fit in the habits that you want to create within your, your everyday habits. So if when you get out of bed in the morning, you say, right, I'm gonna ha-, they call it habit stacking. So when you're 
you know you're going to get out of bed in the morning. Everybody gets out of bed in the morning at some point, whatever time it is. I'm going to get out of bed. And before I go and brush my teeth, because that's the next start of my habit process, I'm going to do 10 press-ups every day. And if you can start to build that into the stack of your habits, that's another way to make it really successful. Mm. So look at what you are already get doing man about things. throughout the day. Yeah, well, no, look, look at your habit. Yeah. This is what your life is like. You're not thinking about any of these things you're doing. That's the problem that people have. You're doing these things and you're not you're not thinking about them. Now, if every single habit that you're not thinking about was a positive one, imagine how, how impactful that would be on your life and what you were trying to achieve. Yeah. The problem is, like I say, 90% of it's just habitual that we're doing, and a lot of it is negative and a lot of it is neutral. If you can build in some of the positive habits that you want, the ultimate outcome of all of those positive habits that you're building into your habit stacks and your habit streaks is going to mean, again, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you're going to be much more what likely did you, to achieve after, it. After you read the book, um, what was the book that you read? So, so, so there's lots of different books that I've read in this sort of area. There's one amazing one that I would advise anybody to read, no matter what what sector you're in, what you're trying to achieve, whether you're sales-related or not. Uh, there's a book called The Power of Habit by a guy called Charles Duhigg. I bought Duhigg. it, funnily enough, I've not read it. Right, so it, there's so many takeaways from it. Like you mentioned it before, I read it three times in two weeks when I, after I bought it, mm. just because there was so much stuff. And to be fair, you know, I have a different way. I generally read or listen to audiobooks while I'm exercising mm. so it's not necessarily it's sort of counterproductive for what I'm trying to achieve to stop and start making notes if that makes sense yeah. so I'll listen to it and I'll get a lot of takeaways and I'm a big believer in you know we've got levels of effectiveness and levels of, of understanding and levels of learning that quite often you could listen to the same things 10 times over and these are you know you will listen to something different every single time but the only reason on the 10th time of listening you hear what you listen to on the 10th time is because on the first second third fourth time you heard the other bits that make the other bit make sense. So to think that you could go into something and understand everything about it from minute one is daft. No one's ever going to do that. No. It's about having those levels of learning. And ultimately, if you've got a fantastic level of understanding about habits and how it impacts your life at the moment, there's going to be a lot of takeaways you'll get straight away that somebody reading it for the first time would have no idea about or would only pick it up from reading it a second or third time. But for me, it just helps with my style and how I implement things within my life that... I listen to things when I see that they're powerful to listen to them more than once. So what what was the one thing that you changed after reading the book? So exercise, exercise is one thing. So I've been locked down, if anything, has helped us to, you know, me and a group of friends to, to raise money for um, a friend's son who has a, has a debil- debilitating condition. We ran to Russia. Um, you know, we know I can't walk on water, but collectively we all ran a certain, it was 23 of us and between us, in, in May it was, we ran to, to Russia and that was the idea. And that was a start of really for me because I started to get back into a little bit of fitness and exercise and what I started to see was how effective I was on the days when I was exercising mm. and I'd lost that. Once, you know, again, people, a lot of people, you know, that have got kids would say, I used to be really fit and I used to play a lot of sport and I used to do this and I used to do that. used to be motivated, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I used to be in a great routine. I'd get up in the morning, I'd go to the gym and what have you. And, you know, you get you fall into bad habits with stuff, and you know, I didn't put loads of weight on or anything. I've not got any health conditions, luckily, that I know about. Um, but I started to see how effective my days were just because of how alive I was and how awake I was. What whilst I was fitting in those that that um, the exercise routine. Now I knew I had to hit, had to achieve a goal of a minimum of a hundred kilometers in in May, because it was ultimately for a goal. It was for something that I believed in and I wanted to help to achieve to raise this money for this great cause. There was no way on earth 
I was not going to hit that. Yeah, yeah. And what happened was, when we got to June, and obviously what's great about, you know, we had MapMyRun and RunMeter and all these other different apps that you can use to track what you're doing. I remember looking in June, and I think I did three runs. I think it was the 27th of June, I looked at it, and I'd run three times in the previous three weeks. And before that, I was running three, four times a week. And just without having that accountability in place... Yeah, it's crazy. What made it, I wasn't, so I wasn't going to do it. So what I started to do was to hold myself accountable to it, just to start tracking the exercise that I was doing to make sure that um, that was building in. They call it, they call it keystone habits. Mm. So a keystone habit is one that will have, if you can implement that habit into your life, the ultimate impact of it will have massive impacts on other areas of your life. So an amazing one is your diet. So how well you eat will impact on how much you want to exercise, for example. Yeah. How effective you'll be at work will be impacted by how well you eat and and, and the, the, the counter argument is the same. If you eat really badly, you're less likely, with the example I used before, if you go to McDonald's for lunch, are you going to go to the gym in the evening? You're probably not going to know. So I try to try to build as many keystone habits I can into my life. And you know, you know, I'm not an expert in it by any means. I, you know, I see the benefit. The main thing is I see the benefit of it and I see the, um, the lack of effectiveness that I have had in the past when I've not had those habits in place. So what's the one habit now that you... You would install that you've you've not quite got around to. So, well, to, well, you mentioned about social media before. Now, mm. you know, you know, historically, I've not been someone that's really active on social media. When well, when I was eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and everyone's on Facebook and you're poking and throwing sheep at each other and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. You know, right on my mate's fun wall. How many people uh, looking at poker day? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so um, and you know, I, I'm not massively into social. You know. People are posting pictures because it's the mate's birthday and it's four pictures of how good they look, not how it's nothing to do with the mate's birthday. They just want to post pictures. It's that sort of stuff I don't like about social media. But LinkedIn, I think now is really useful. I think there's more people. Well, the LinkedIn community grows every single day, but the people active on LinkedIn is higher than it's ever been. So for me, during lockdown, where my business was massively impacted, um, we had to pivot and try to do something a little different, and we did. And luckily, we managed to take on a lot of new clients through lockdown. LinkedIn was really powerful for me. So I built habits into my daily routine to ensure that I was um, making contact with new people every single day. Also catching up with people that I hadn't caught, caught with for a while and doing things like the how are you phone calls. So just calling people that I've not spoke to for a while with no intention to sell to them or anything like that. Just people that I like. And for whatever reason, I might have met them networking. I might have gone to school with them. I might have played football with people I've not seen for a while just to pick the phone up and say, how are things going? How's lockdown treating you? And, you know, just to see where, just to build those types of things into my life. And ultimately, one of the things that I live by is the Zig Ziglar quote, which is, you can achieve anything you want in life, you just need to help enough people achieve what they want. Yeah, and, you such know, a powerful quote. Though. A lot of stuff I, you know, a lot of stuff I do, I do try to, to impact other people and try to help them within their life. Because, you know, if we're all doing that, ultimately we're all going to be successful. Yeah. So if you can build that culture amongst yourself and your peers, it's only going to impact you positively in the, positively in the future. Yeah, see, I've, I've, I don't know why I've always, I think that one of the reasons why I downloaded the app is because I, I, I realised that I needed something to visual that held me accountable a little bit. And um, I filled in all the, the details and stuff like that. But I think that's the thing is, it's a little bit like I'm going to start a diet on Monday and then you're going to get pissed on Friday and Saturday. It's like, well, why, why don't you just start the diet today? Do you get what I mean? Why does it have to be Monday? Because that is what it is. Let's have a Chinese tonight. We'll and we'll tomorrow. And why? It was, it was yeah. really, really funny because I, I, I googled, you know, top things that most successful people 
people do. And actually, one of the articles that came up is the top 13 things successful people don't do, which I thought was really interesting. And I should read a couple of these out and see if any of these relate to yourself. So, successful people don't spend time feeling sorry for themselves. Big one we see all the time, big blame culture there. Massive one we've already mentioned was the successful people don't cringe at change. Um, number three is acquiesce their power. So they understand that their strength revolves around the way they respond to situations, how they do it. Number four was spend time and energy on stuff that is out of their hands. I see so many people that spend time on stuff that impacts them not at all or worry about what's going to happen in the future. Fear risk, worry about what others think, big one. Um, make the same mistake twice. Sometimes I do that, I do I do, do that. Live for glory days, so they just literally look back into the past and and think, oh, God, I was great then. I would look great then. I mean, you don't look great now, pal. <laughs> um, Cheers, mate. Give up ever. I, 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 I kind of do sometimes on that one, which is not good. Envy others, I don't. Avoid time alone, which I don't. Um, expect quick success. I think sometimes we're, we can get into that little bit of thing there and think they're owed something. There's some really interesting interesting pointers there. Um, I just think it's important to, to, if you know what is going to make a change in your life, you need to make steps to, to make sure you can achieve it because the only person that is going to make those changes or can make those changes is you. You know, there's nobody in the world, no matter what you want to achieve, that is going to put more work into it than you. So, you saw like, you know, there's lots of stuff about that. You know, the power of we starts with me and everything. If you want to make a change, you've got to make a change in your life. How often do you, you know, how often do you, do you speak to somebody that's having issues with their life about, you know, one thing or another and they, they, they're not helping themselves with it? And, you know, you can't help somebody that won't be helped. I think that's an that's an important thing to um, to look at. Um, so what, what habits have you built into your life that you feel like have made a massive Ex- impact? Exercise has been one. Um, I've just started... I mean, exercise has been one for um, probably the last 12 months, really, but really intensely over the last three or four months. Just started training with my friend, Darren, who he keeps me accountable, so I go go and train with him in the, in the gym in the morning. Um, obviously, I've got a, a missus who keeps my diet on track, keeps me accountable from a dietary point of view. Master um, with her. Well, master <laughs> with her, yeah. Um, sometimes I fall off the rails when I'm not with her, but... Um, to be fair though, it's getting less and less now that I fall off the rails when I'm when I'm not with her. Um but I've stopped drink I don't know, I've stopped drinking beer. Um that's really, really helped. And I love beer, but I've stopped drinking that because I know it, it just doesn't do me any good and I always blow really badly. Um and also it makes me feel very, very tired and lethargic for at least to it from allergic to it basically. So I've taken that out of my, my my diet. Um one thing in lockdown, which I really did change, which was doing a, a course every two months. So upskilling, upskilling myself every two months. I'm just about to do one on um, visualization and um, affirmations. Just about to literally over a course that my friend Darren uh, recommended me. So every two months, I'll do a course on something new, which is why obviously chatbots have been built into my business, which is why I learned about ClickFunnels. So I understood how I marketing sales mix works works much better um i have bought the book that you said about habits and i, and I do need to get around to it. one one of the things i do want to get into 
is having that daily um, consumption of content. Now, I find it really difficult to read. I don't know why. I just find it really difficult to sit there and concentrate. I'm like you. I'll, I'll listen to a lot of audio books. And I do a lot of learning without even thinking about it. But I think I need to kind of plan my learning a little bit more. Um, and my biggest thing is I've, you know, we've got this podcast and we do the podcast, but I've been talking about starting a YouTube channel for God knows how long since I've, since I've known you. I've talked talk, talk about, and I tell my clients about YouTube and how powerful it is. And I, didn't, I need to make time to do it. I think with the new business, it's going to be absolutely key. Um, Why aren't you doing it? Um, I think because... Time is time is one. I, I don't know how to video edit edit, and um, I think I'm trying to be a bit too much of a perfectionist on it. I'm trying. I'm overthinking it instead of just stick. Do you know, like we're recording this podcast, really, we should just stick a camera up and record the podcast. I know there's a lot of Barbie equipment around and and pigs and stuff like that. That's just it? mine as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but you know, we need to we need to start recording the podcast from a from a visual point of view as well because I think people are a lot more engaged. I think people are. We're multi-platform, so I kind of need to listen to my own advice and that, and just get cracking on with the with a YouTube channel. There's one other thing that I've I've not started doing. It's funny I was having this conversation the day, so I've got a new business, but there's one thing that I've always fancied doing, which I said to you, didn't I? Um, I always fancy starting a YouTube channel where I've, I've believe that you could make a million quid within twelve months from starting from nothing. I've always fancied doing it as a YouTube channel, which is like start start with just the items in your house, sell them sell on eBay. Can't draw the money out, and you've got to double it every every month and take you. If you start off with a you know two or three hundred quid, I think it's ten times or twelve times. And I've always just fancied doing it, and I've not done it, and I don't know why. But it's one of those habits things. I'd want to record it every day. Do you know what I mean? And get into that. So yeah, there's a, there's quite a few things, but the probably one of the reasons why I put the streaks app on is there's other things like drink three litres of water a day. You know, I know that is better for your body and mind. I train four or five times a week, which, again, from a street point of view, taking my vitamins, making sure that I know when I take my vitamins, I feel a lot better. You know, there's, there's, there's all those little 1%s. It's interesting what you say about the, the, the eBay idea, because if you... So if I, if I said to you now, here's £100, you need to double it, how confident would you be that you could do that in a oh, very short space of time? Easy. Okay, so if you did that 10 times over, so yeah. you know you doubled 100, you get to 200, 10 times over, you're over £100,000. Yeah. And, you know, is it more difficult when you get to, you know, having to double 50 grand than it is from 100? I would argue it's actually easier. Now, the risk is obviously, suddenly, you're having to invest 50 grand into something. If you're only in the, if you're only in the midst of spending hundreds of pounds at a time, it becomes less risky in your mind, but the economy of scale you benefit from at the point when you can buy something at a 50 grand sort of, yeah, money makes money though doesn't yeah, it yeah that's it no but the, the whole point is you, you're going to make mistakes along the way things are not going to sell as well but that's that's that adds the whole content of the channel doesn't it i've just one of those things where I, I remember saying it a long time ago about you know what there's six million people online at any one time you just have to find stuff to sell to them and there's you know people buying ridiculous you know there's your one of your biggest goals, I remember from day one when I met you. You've, I remember you've said to me countless times, you you don't make any money when you're asleep, and you want to make money when you're asleep. Yeah, yeah. And this I would make me money when I sleep. But look, I've, I think during lockdown, it was just one of those things where, um, I think a lot of people relate to this 
in, in agencies world or whatever it is, is I'm just sick of selling my time for money. So one of the th one of the things is I wanted to create a I've created a, a new business which is going to be launching soon, um, which is a product based business. But the, the eBay business has always been in the. It's not really. I, I do it as a as a hobby really. I think because I, I love wheeling and dealing. I mean, me and you talk about it all the time, um, and it is it is it is habitual. It is if I did it every day and and, and I got and I doubled the money every day for or every every month every month for. Three three months. You're not going to stop there, are you? You're gonna you're gonna continue, and you get to the million. There'd be a breaking point, wouldn't there, where you'd be like, "Well, I know I'm going to make a million quid." So, I think just during this during this time, it's just I think that's the thing. I, I need to learn how. To, I think I should change my course. Really, I should learn how video editing for the next one because I think that's that's the key key bit. I think the people who are successful on social media know how to video edit to a basic level, which helps them. Well, if you're making enough money, you wouldn't need to. No. Emily Boardman, who edits this podcast, does video editing she as well, does. so she'd be able to do it down. Yeah. Um, so with the, with the habits in the streaking, I think one of the keys is consistency, obviously, to ensure that you're consistent. Now, a great way that we've been able to implement this strategy within businesses is to try to build this habit streaks into the commission structure of the salespeople. Because again, we've spoken previously about how difficult it is to um, implement change within a business. Now, with some salespeople, they will be, do you know what, they'll be all over it, because if you can help them to understand how the changes that they are going to make are gonna have big impacts on them and their life and their uh, the progress towards their goals, you'll get them on side very quickly. Some people aren't of the same mindset. So, as a salesperson, if you're running a sales strategy at the moment for a sales team, and you know that the ultimate impact of these habits, even if in month one, you're saying to them, I want you to make 100 phone calls a day, okay? If you're still in one of those old school industries that are making 100 phone calls a day, if you can start getting them to track that habit every day, every single phone call they make, they're transferring something, or it might be a match, or it might be a marble, it might be a cross on a box somewhere. It might be on your CRM if there's a way that you've integrated into your CRM to track the activity. But if you can make sure that you build into your commission structure with your salespeople, that they, so they see the benefit of those habits before they've had the ultimate impact Mm. of them being implemented, you will get their buying straight away. So again, we've had clients where we've spoken about this before on a, when we're looking at training. So we've worked, we've had, uh, we train salespeople within a business, but the business don't offer any training to their salespeople if we're not in the business. Mm. So we've spoken to, myself and Chris have spoken to businesses before, and there's one we're working with at the moment, that we are building a training platform for them within their business for them to use and for the hours that the, uh, oh, it's not going to be hours, but the time that the salespeople are putting in just to run these short courses to give them extra knowledge about the business, which will ultimately mean they're more successful in front of clients, is built into their commission structure. So again, as part of the sales that they do and the profit that they do, the amount of learning that they are doing is also going towards the money that they'll earn. Now, from the business point of view, they're paying out the extra commission because they're doing the learning, but they know the impact of the learning is going to be that they're going to bring in more sales. Mm. And it's a great way to be able to upskill your your sales team without needing to implement and overly push people to change because they will see the change because you know a lot of salespeople are motivated by the money that they're going to achieve and it's, it actually becomes the easiest part of their commission to earn from the learning that they're going to be doing but the learning they're going to do is going to impact the sales so it's funny you should say this so during lockdown one of the business models i looked at was network marketing and um the one thing i learned from network marketing which was which every business should should take heed on is and it is about streaking and it's about momentum. So obviously, a salesperson who gets off to a good start, 
should should keep the momentum then for the end of the month to hit the t- target. There will be some kind of statistic. And the way network marketing works, obviously, is is all about momentum. And they have like goals in, in, in place. So they have things called fast silver, bronze, do you know what I mean? Like, and you, you get bonuses at each stage. And it's what it is, is, is to encourage when you start off in network marketing to they know that once you get to a certain level, that you are not going to stop and you will continue then to build your, build your business within network marketing. And I think it's just a, such an important part of when you're looking at sales structures for the current day and the current, the current person who you, you're looking to recruit is get things in place early doors to reward those early behaviours because those early behaviours are what's going to then give that salesperson momentum and give them a strength. So it's uh, no different to way we know, I know we, me and Dave are in a BNI chapter and they have a thing called Passport to Success. That is all about having that person onboarded and gaining momentum as quickly as possible so they get the best possible results. It's gamifying it to a certain extent. Gamifying it, yeah. So I can't, I can't stress to you how important gamification is to, um, to this modern day world. Everyone is gamified in every um, element of what we do. I mean, gamification, again, will be another subject of the podcast because it's... It's such a big thing, gamification. Game, gamified on everything that we do now. Everything on your phone is gamification. Rewards, this, that. Even Tesco give you a gamify you with their reward points and saying to business stuff. So. Do you know what's really interesting on that? I know we'll cover it on another podcast. I was doing a, some spelling with my son the other day. He's got a, a spelling shed, I think it's called. So they do all the homework digitally now because mm. they don't hand it out. And he's six. And he answered, he's, re- he's really good at spelling, to be fair. Anyway, he answered his all his spelling correctly. I think it was ten ten words. It, it, it reads the word out, and then he's got to spell it. And it all had um, it was the word. It was the the sound j. So there's different spellings around it. Anyway, he got all the questions right, and then when I took the iPad to move to the next one, he went, oh, "I've not got my badge." I said, "I said, what do you mean?" He went, "When when you get them all right, you get the next badge up." And he was he was working, he, and he rushed through these spellings, and I didn't know they obviously they were obviously using this new system in school. But he saw the benefit of, of getting them all right because he got the next badge. Mm. And the school even have that gamification that's in, involved to ensure that he's motivated to want to do the spellings, yeah. which is amazing. If you're implementing that from somebody else, he's obviously a budding salesperson mm. up course. and coming. Yeah, so I'll make sure he listens to the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah maybe get him on. He wouldn't, he wouldn't talk if we got him on. It, to it'd, be, it'd be good to hear what habits people have introduced in their lives over the last year that have made a major difference so if you if you're listening to this it'd be good to um post on the the, the channel whichever you can listen to and, and what habits you've in, in, intertwined in your business um but also you know contact me and dave it'd be great to see what you've what you've implemented um always good to hear hints and tips from others 100 percent. every day literally every day is a school day especially when you've got kids and you're dropping them off yeah um but no no we're, we're always learning so everything that we're learning and somebody if you've implemented a great way to um to to Stack your habits, that sort of stuff is really interesting. If we can get that out there to more people, more people are going to be more successful. Um, and obviously, we'll have a um, an upcoming event where we'll have somebody speaking about habits and streaking as well. So if it's something you're interested in, look out for that. Our, our um, fortnightly events are Tuesday 8 till 9. So look out for the next one where we have featured speakers talking about specific niche areas within sales and how they can impact you and impact your business ultimately to help you to achieve those dreams and goals that you've got within your business and also in your personal life. Thanks very much for your time today, Chris. Enjoyable as ever. And I'll catch you on the next podcast.